Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, sorry about that. We had to take a little break there. Um, I actually was in the process of moving, so I was unable to really record. I also did have one episode available for everybody, but there were some audio issues with that, so hopefully I can fix that. That'll be up as well. Um, but anyways, here we are, back at it, episode 64. Um, festivals have returned, so y'all will be getting some festival recaps. That is actually what that is going to be today. So without further ado, let's just hop on into it. Um, I'm going to be talking about Ubi Doobie or Ubi Dubi, however you really pronounce it. Um, you all know what festival I'm talking about. It is the first festival back in the United States and full-on festival at that um i did go to it um it was amazing uh it, it was it was great to be back um but i'm just gonna do a brief quick intro uh to it and give you a, a quick recap is what i meant actually <laughs> um but i'm gonna do that and then there'll be a longer recap on festival tales with aid um so yeah here we go um let's start with uh the masks i mean the mask thing was and still is you know for some reason a bit of a controversy but um the mask mandate in texas is lifted ubi dooby uh the festival did require you to bring a mask when you were walking in they also had you checked on the clear app uh which was some app you, you fill out you know your symptoms and all that if you had any if you've been back so you give them your vax card i, I believe I, I haven't been vaccinated yet so i don't know how that process is but i did have covid so i had antibodies so um there's a process that they had in an app for making sure you were good um they also had questions for people at the front gate if there were maybe people who didn't fill out the app you know um but when you're in the festival i'll start there with the masks um you know it was honestly just like every other festival you've been to before COVID or anything where it was pretty mixed i mean there were i i would say it was about 50 50 split of people wearing masks and people not wearing masks and you know again that also comes down to the fact that Texas is open and there is no mask mandate, I'm sure a lot of people were not wanting to wear a mask because of that. Um, and, you know, to be honest, I never saw anyone. Everyone that was there kind of knew what they were going for and kind of knew what they were getting you know, into in a sense. So I never saw any issues with like people mad at one another for not wearing a mask or wearing a mask. Um, everyone was just overall very, very nice to one another and, and the vibes were great. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that the masks were split 50-50 between people wearing them and people not wearing them. Um, so there's that. Um, I know one of the bigger controversies was like with Lenium. Lenium wasn't wearing his mask for a few pictures. There were other times where I saw, people saw him with his mask. So I don't know where you all stand on that. I really don't believe um, in dragging the guy to be honest that's just me personally I, I get holding him accountable and that's there's a way to do that um but to just full out attack him you know there's there's just ways to handle things um but i get what you're trying to do but i don't think dragging him through the mud is the proper way to do it um so with that being said yeah i'm asked for 50 50 um but again I, there was never a point where someone with a mask was mad at somebody else for not wearing a mask uh we we all were going to this festival and we all kind of knew the risks going i mean even the artists knew the risk going even disco down knew the risks trying to throw it so early like we all know what we're getting into here and 
part of that comes with the fact that some people might not do it and you're okay. You're, you're kind of a little more taking a risk, I guess, going to this than not. And I think everyone kind of knows that. Um, so, you know, again, for those of you at home seeing it and then blowing up and getting mad, like I understand, but if you're not there, you really don't have much of a say and on how it really goes down. Um, to be honest at the end of the day. Um, but anyways, I want to get off that subject. Let's go into the actual festival itself. Um, so day one, day one was absolutely crazy. Uh, you had Ophelia day, um, you know, that's at least what we called it because they had, uh, let me double check here on the lineup, but I believe it was like Wooly, Killinoise, Midas, Kavion, Seven Lions, and then more. Um, but it was, the vibes were just uh, immaculate on day one. I mean, you know, if you like, didn't realize my uh, mic cut out there. Uh, this new setup is a little bit tricky here at my new place, but we're making it work. Hopefully we'll have video and everything set up in the next week or so. We'll have the actual audio board and everything. But I was saying, um, if you like Ophelia, day one was your day. I mean, they were, it was, they were all there, basically. All the ones you can want. Um, so my day basically went Easy Bait, Kavion, Midas. Um, then I shot over and saw Wooly, Boogie T, Kill the Noise, and shot back over to saw Seven Lions. And Seven Lions, I mean, he threw down. I mean, when does he not throw down? If you're a big fan of him, you know. But he's playing a little bit of uh, old, a little bit of new. Got some remixes in there, a little bit more hard stuff. Uh, played his new song, Shadows, with Wooly. And that's probably already out by now when you're listening to this. But uh, we got to see it live, and it was, it was great. And uh, I was on rail for that. Um, for at least for part of it, because uh, I had lost my group and it was kind of like, well, you know, I'm by myself. I might as well go as far up as I can for a little bit, um, especially because I haven't had that that in a while. You know, the festival feeling of being on the rail is always uh, something you you treasure definitely for a little bit there. And then, you know, I always make my way back into the crowd and I like to be in the back and relax and all that stuff. But um, yeah, day one was crazy. Um, and then uh, I'm not going to go too much into detail to be honest with you, just because. We're going to go into a lot more detail on Festival Tales podcast, so that's where I would recommend you go if you want to get a full idea of everything that's happening. Um, but then day two came along, and day two, a um, little bit more of trippier stuff with the walk-on takeover on the one stage, um, and that's basically where I sat my happy ass all day. Um, so we saw Mersive, we saw... Um, Basically the whole walk on takeover. I'm uh, Dirt Monkey, LS Dream, um, Enzo. Uh, th there's a few others we saw. Oh, on day two though, I did leave the stage briefly for one of my boys was playing. You guys have heard him on the podcast before. Uh, Menace was playing on one of the stages, and that boy was throwing down. Uh, shout out him. Uh, I went and saw about half half of his set, um, and it was uh, it was just straight hard dubstep and I mean he was getting people going the rail was going crazy they were smashing it down to the point where he had to actually get on the mic because festival grounds told him to tell them to stop uh picking up the rail and smashing it down so he was there was no more rail breaking allowed um but no he threw the down uh I definitely definitely could see him popping off sooner or later he played a couple unreleased tracks that were just absolute madness the crowd was going crazy and he started out with probably a good hundred people at his stage you know nothing crazy but then by the end of it 
it was bigger and bigger and more and more people were coming by. I mean, he was definitely attracting a crowd. So shout out Man Manis. Uh, you guys check him out. I'll make sure to probably link him in this bio or something like that. But um, yeah, so day two was mainly trippy vibes with uh, the walk-on takeover. Now, I chose to go see Elenium um, over Liquid Stranger. Uh, some of y'all might disagree with that. But you know what? At the end of the day, I I'm going to go see what I want to go see. And who gives a fuck? And you shouldn't give a fuck either what, what I go see. Um, so, you know, I heard Liquid Stranger absolutely killed it, threw down, and that doesn't surprise me. I've seen him before. I like, to, I like his shit. I like what he has to throw down out there. And um, But ultimately, I just kind of wanted to go see Elenium because I hadn't been fucking, you know, over a year or so. So <laughs> I went and saw Elenium. Um, and honestly, I would say that was one of the best Elenium sets I, I think I've seen. Um, I did see the beginning of Griffin, who I'm not a huge Griffin fan. I wasn't uh, of his regular sets, but he played a DJ set, and that was entirely different. So shout out Griffin on the DJ set. That was awesome. Uh, really blew me away. You, you definitely got a new fan now. Um, but anyways, with Lenium, so decided to start the set um, up front as close as I could get. It was super crowded, of course, you know, uh, big names like that. I'm sure it was the same way at the liquid stage, um, but harder to get up front. So I got kind of up front in the way. It's got a few videos from up there, which I uh, posted one on my Twitter. You'll post some more on my Instagram. I do a lot more festival videos on my Instagram than anything else. So if you want to see what Ubi Doobie was like, check those out. But um, yeah, so start at the front. Millennium opens with Crawl to Love. Does three different drops with it, um, which if you're a fan of that song or, or uh, even that album, uh, he starts out just rocking it with the with Karata Love. Um, and then he transitions into some others. He plays uses his usual kind of like disciple heavy stuff. Um, so if you like those drops, which I do, you know, there was those were in there. Um, he came out with three new songs, played them, brought out Slander. During brought out Slander. Um, I remember my group thought it was a packed, a surprise back to back because, you know, Disco Donnie had tweeted earlier in the day. Like, oh, I've got a special guest for you guys. Which I don't know if that was a special guest. Who knows? But that's what we all thought, which was funny. Um, so we played one song with Slander. who did not do a full back-to-back. -back. I got a little confused on that one. But um, still a good song. Can't wait to hear that again. Probably hear that at sunset or something like that. Um, and then he played two other new ones, which the one with Excision and, and Helene, that one goes hard. You know, same type of concept as um, Gold and uh, Feel Something. So nice melodic build up and drop at the beginning and then harder stuff toward the end so yeah that's that's how that goes um and then close out with um oh good things fall apart oh my god like drew a blank there closed out with that amazing fireworks um disco donnie comes out and you know uh says his spiel um about being the the pressure it is to be back and all that which it was you know i mean Granted, this is um, this is crazy times, uh, and and COVID's nothing to um, take lightly, and it, you know, um, but it was it was important not only to the industry but to everyone that enjoys live music that this could be possible, it can be done, um, in, in a safe and well done manner. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's that's how it was. It was a great festival. I know it came under heat. Of course it would. I mean, what what festival wouldn't come under heat for being the first back? It's just a matter of who can take it and who can't. Um, but, you know, 
I gotta give props to Disco Donnie, to the staff, to the artists. I mean, it, it did take a lot of guts to be the first ones back to do something, but at the end of the day, they showed that it can be done, and it can be done in the current times, and it can be done safely. Um, I think, you know, this is huge for what's to come this season. I mean, we all wanted festivals to come back, you know, um, and I hope no one had said they wish this would happen and they hope you know this and that would happen um you want things to go back smoothly and 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 done accordingly and i'm sure it's upsetting you know when some people don't have masks on or you see an artist without a mask on but you know at the end of the day we all want the same thing and we want live music back we should be hoping for the best for these situations we shouldn't be dragging them down or pointing out the flaws in them Yes, hold people accountable, but it's definitely important to hope for the best and hope, you know, again, we want everything to go well. I mean, I don't wish anybody would get sick. Even if I didn't go, I don't wish anybody gets sick or anything like that. I'm not saying anybody's saying that, but, you know, there's, a, there's just a way to go about being, uh, holding people accountable in my sense, you know, and there's an attacking way, which seems to be the, the easiest way to do it. Or there's a way where you have a conversation about it. And less and less, I feel like people want to have a conversation versus just virtue signal and call out and, and, and make it feel like they're doing the right thing, which I think you're trying to. And I think that's the intentions of people, but there's a way to do it. And, you know, that's all I have to say on those situations. <laughs> um, but yeah, festivals are back. This is the first festival recap. I'm doing a little solo dolo episode. Um, but I'll do more in the future with guests, with friends that are with me. Um, they'll be a little bit longer. But I'm saving the longest one for Festival Tales podcast. So I'll link that in because Aiden and I will do like a maybe 20, 30 minute recap. And we'll share our stories from it and stuff like that. Which I do have some stories from it. But I don't want to share them here. Um, so yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll be back to recording episodes and weekly episodes for y'all uh miss doing this honestly it's been two weeks without it kind of weird not to have to go to a studio and record but uh i'm I'm glad to be back so anyways um good vibes love to y'all and remember live yourself every day bye